From the Film Society of Lincoln Center, you're listening to The Close-Up. Western is a gripping culture class drama set in remote rural Bulgaria. German director Valeska Grisbach uses the genre of the Western as a template with which to draw out eternal human conflicts in the supremely intelligent genre update, her first feature in a decade. The film was a main slate selection at the 55th New York Film Festival, and it opens this week at the Film Society of Lincoln Center in an exclusive theatrical run. During NYFF, Griesbeck joined star Suleiman Alalov Letofov for a Q&A moderated by Dennis Lim. Let's go now to their conversation. Start with a question for Valeska. Um, I think it's very clear in in all your films, and I've also heard you talk about this, about how your films emerge from a sort of long process of thinking and research in a very associative way about finding people, finding places, um, and maybe you can just tell us a little bit about how this one began. Um, I think there was some point when I realized how um, fascinating the Western genre was for me because I was growing up with the Western genre um, in the 70s in West Berlin in front of the TV station. <laughs> so, and um, I felt always very close to this genre. And um, I had at some point I realized, okay, I always identified with these male heroes in the Western. And at the same time, um, okay, I'm a, I was always a little bit in the genre and at the same, t same time a little bit out of the genre. And um, so I, I wish to explore the genre now as a grown-up uh, woman and um, <laughs> to come a little bit closer to this kind of masculinity and these lonely heroes searching for something. And um, maybe for me it was interesting also the staging of faces, these, these faces who are not allowed to show some emotions, but maybe there are a lot, lot of emotions behind. And um, this was one, one beginning for the project. And then I, I, I thought, okay, this is a very American genre, <laughs> but I think also we Europeans have it we live with this genre and um or well i was growing up with with with, with the genre and um it's, it was very interesting for me how it deals with this kind of construction of society so what is what is um trust we, uh, what is important the rule of the of the, the 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 strongest or the rule of empathy and um how close do you want to something which is strange to you and so i started to think about this and um for me, I, I don't like so much writing alone in my room. So <laughs> for me, it's always very interesting to go out and to talk to people and to, to I don't know, this is maybe for me easier to, to write in a way. So I started to, uh, to do some interviews with men and women about their Western uh, situations in life. And I think this was the beginning of the, of the, of the, of the project in a way. When you talk about this sort of sense of identification with 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 the genre, with westerns and with characters, what 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 exactly is it about the genre and about the characters in it that you sort of identified with? No, I I think um, yeah, for me, I think it's it's a very male genre in a way. So it was interesting for me why it was the most important genre to me. So so that I, I was when I was a girl, I was always the cowboy sitting on a horse, <laughs> or I don't know, it was always the one who's, and I think it's, it's a very uh, international romantic theme, the searching for, for 
this kind of independency and and um, adventure and meaning of of your own destiny. Mm -hmm. So this idea of you have to to f to 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 f fight for something to to. Uh, so I think also the duel is a very ambivalent thing. So mm -hmm. it's a kind of conflict, but in, in at the other hand, it's a kind of getting in contact with with another person, and it's exciting and it gives some meaning to your own um, life in a way. So so, but it was for me it was very interesting to realize. Okay, um, this is uh, I'm not really the cowboy on the horse. <laughs> I maybe in reality I'm more close to the women in in the Western genre. But in the end, I think I, I did the film in a more uh, when I did the film, I realized, okay, how strong is the genre, mm -hmm. and and so. But for me, it was really interesting to get closer to these kind of male figures. No, no, I think you know to hear you talk about it. I feel like you could imagine a filmmaker deciding to make a modern western, and then it becoming a very like schematic exercise. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this is this film is the opposite of that. Like I feel like it's a very organic and very subtle film and I think that also has a lot to do with your process in terms of how you decided to shoot in Bulgaria how you developed the story and so maybe you can tell why how did you end up in in Bulgaria um, I think another thing was that uh, for a few years I was thinking to to do something about these latent uh, diffuse xenophobia sometimes in Germany but I think it's not only German you can find it everywhere but I live in Germany and uh, I was not so interested in in these very I don't know very open, frankly, when, when people really say, okay, I don't like strangers, but I think you can find very often some something you think, oh, did I hear this really? And so I was thinking to make something about this, but, uh, but I always thought, okay, when I do this in Germany, I, I very s quick end up in a neo-Nazi genre. And I was <laughs> looking for something else. And when I had the setting of the, of the German workers working at an, in another place where they are themselves also strangers, then um, it was from the beginning clear it should be um, something a, a place where they can arrive with their big machines and their knowledge and this kind of okay we come from Germany so it was clear I had to go to East Europe and, and then I uh, first I went to Romania then then to Bulgaria and then I, it was very important for the film that it deals with different perspectives of Europe so mm -hmm. in Bulgaria Europe is something completely different than if you and Germany, and you talk about Europe, and um, and also in Bulgaria, I found this landscape, which with this kind of wilderness, which is not a real wilderness, but which maybe creates this kind of idea or desire for 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 this idea of wilderness, and there's some some adventure waiting for the for the man. Yeah. Uh, tell me about the the casting process, which I kn I know you took a kind of a long time to find the right actors and yeah. maybe Suleiman can talk a little bit about this too but I feel like you work with non-professional actors and I'm, I'm curious to hear you talk about what why is that important for you and also this process of finding your two lead actors in Meinhard Neumann and, and Suleiman yeah, yeah. I feel like because they're kind of a like an amazing perfect pair in some way and I, I, I imagine it wasn't easy to find the combination of these two men it was not so easy um, especially for for Meinhard and and Suleiman, it was very interesting because um, there was one day when I thought, okay, now I will make with t the two uh, a walk through the woods in Bulgaria, because I w I wanted to see them walking together. And after the 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 walk through the woods, it was very clear 
they they were so synchronized mm -hmm. when they were walking and looking to each other and, to and talking in a way with their hands. It was very clear. But for me personally, I really love this moment of casting. So uh, because it, it goes hand in hand with researching and writing, so it's always parallel and. Um, so, for example, when I started to think about the project, I, I started really very superficial, like a pin-up moment. I was looking on the streets for men I could imagine on a horse. And I, I was really in very quick, I ended up in with... Germ in Germany. In yeah. Germany, in Berlin. So, and very quick, I ended up with, with, with construction workers. And because they are so, I don't know, with their clothes and the tools on their belt. And I, I asked them, can we... Can I... Do you would you like to join me for a casting and for an interview, and um, and it was very interesting because always when 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 they were not so sure and when, but when I t uh, when I said okay it's for a western they said okay <laughs> I am coming <laughs> and um, yeah but but the casting was quite huge so I think we we did a casting with more than thousand people in Germany and also in Bulgaria it was quite huge casting and mine had Norman I found on a horse market. Uh, near Berlin, uh, and when I saw him, it was really for me quite like like a shock because he was so ic iconic in a way for the Western genre, and um, and he, he looked like he's coming out from an old Western, and <coughs> now he could go into our film. He looks a bit like Henry Fonda, even. Yeah, it's Henry Fonda. I, I have a lot of I had a lot of fantasies about him, and he was so so um, because I was always looking for somebody who has is in a way he's this good-looking guy. And you can think, okay, he's, he has kind of leadership, or but at the same time, he is this small man. He has fear and opportunism, and maybe sometimes he wants to hide in the crowd. And it's a little, yeah. So this was very important. This double, double moment, and um, yeah. And and uh, Suleiman, we, uh, we we found he he has a kind of I don't know the English word carrière. So yeah. And um, when we saw him, it was very clear he's very interesting but he didn't want in the beginning so <laughs> we had to fight a little bit for our casting situation <laughs> but now we were very happy to find them together yeah. Suleiman <laughs> maybe you can talk a little bit about the process of being approached to be in a film and, and, and what convinced you to do it just luck everything happened like a joke but we started. And once you start, you can't go back. It was getting more and more interesting. And we had to work. Um, 80% of what you see in the movie is me. Uh, even the work itself, I always work with people the whole time. And when I meet someone, I feel like I've known them my whole life. Maybe that's what made me a somewhat artist. Velasca, <laughs> <laughs> what's your, what is the process of directing non-professional actors for you? Um, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's really no, because sometimes in Germany, I got this stamp, she's only working with non-professional actors, and I couldn't say this for, 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 for the future, because f with every film, 
it's a new decision for what is the, the, the kind of material the film is made of and what is the need for the film and and um, but for me I think I'm maybe I don't because I adore a lot of actors and and but maybe now I started myself thinking about this and maybe sometimes for me it's very fascinating these not imperfection of actor for of non-professional actors but they're really perfect to me but um, I don't know may maybe Sorry that I'm like, oh, 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 not. But I think there's something of the simple process of film, of the material of film, that you have the material and you have a light and, and you have a face. And it's a very simple process without um, something you can't invent. And I think for me, it's always interesting this moment. I have an idea, I have a fiction. Uh, there's something very maybe uh, not natural, but it's for me always very interesting to have these these all these things I can't invent as a sparings partner for the fantasy, for the project. It's a very uh, important moment for me. So that when everything is totally planned, I start to get nervous. So and I, I, I need this little bit chaotic moment. And I think this interaction with, with uh, people who bring their own experiences and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm sorry that I'm so, <laughs> but it's very important. It's like bringing a bit yeah. of documentary yeah. into the fiction, or yeah, maybe documentary. Yeah, it's a very for me, it's a very interesting interaction to make a film. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, just let me just ask you one more question because the film is you know about a German, a German you know construction crew arriving in Bulgaria, and you are as a German film crew going into Bulgaria, were you like sort of aware of like just the parallels of the situation and trying to sort of shooting in this sort of rural part of Bulgaria as well? Were there certain issues that you had to deal with that sort of paralleled what we see in the film or were you able to avoid that? Yeah, we tried to avoid that, but I'm sh for sure there were some situations. I, maybe I now I don't remember them so much, but, but for sure, um, so for us it was really a topic, okay, we have this village we like so much. And and for me, it's always I, I love this research and, and rehearsal period. And then one day comes a day. OK, now we start shooting. And then when we are before, we are this small team and then it's a bigger team. And then for me, it's always a very painful moment to make this transformation. And so it was it was really a topic for us. OK, how deal uh, how d how are we dealing with our cars, with our I don't know how how do we act in the village? So and for sure we, we, we had we, there were some 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 stupid situations. I don't remember them, but but we talked. We had an, in the village we had the kind of meeting with all the people from the village, and we tried to prepare in a way what could happen. How how is it making a film? And and we really tried to 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 hide a little bit and not to be always everybody in the village. Take some questions from the audience, if there are any. Yes. That's um, I I've been living in a village my whole life. When we excluding serving the military and before that um, until middle school. I don't know any other language but Bulgarian. But a person always <coughs> speaks with <coughs> the face, <coughs> the eyes, the smile. You always know what's looking at you. 
Ion Brisky, da, Ion Brisky, две дъщери имам в Америка. I do have two daughters in America. For me, this, the writing of the story this, the, for this film was not so easy, so because um, I'm m- maybe my writing is more like that in the beginning I have this kind of under construction that I write something about subtexts and then I find try to to find the scenes for the for the subtext and um, and then I had this thing okay it's a western it's a western where's the showdown the showdown and I was really uh, and it was not so easy for me to find an, an ending because I mean and I knew something for myself about the ending but I was because everybody was expecting this kind of fla- m- maybe more classical showdown and but it was for me it was like always battery off I don't know I had this oh okay and and then it was so so um and then I realized that there's some something maybe in the in the relationship of the man and maybe like a topic for the main actor this question okay how close I really want to come somebody else so with this kind of interaction how, how much dare I really to come close to another person and I think he shares maybe this moment with the other German men. So maybe th- these two men have this kind of expectation that life owes them a kind of adventure. So they're m- maybe f- around 50 and they're, they're waiting for something else. And there's some desire. And, and um, so at in the end I decided, okay, maybe I don't need this kind of classical showdown. It's something else. So that um, when when... I always told Meinhardt, okay, maybe this is this time in Bulgaria is for for you. It's like Walt Disney moment. So you are strange there. You can reinvent yourself. Nobody knows about you. You can take all the feelings from the other people. And but there's some some moment when it breaks. So he comes closer and closer to the people, and he's not only the good guy. And maybe at the end there's some kind of shame, and he could leave, but he's going back. And I think this was for me the more more important more important important moment um it's not so direct this kind of it's it's more like like um that it's yeah this combination for me of casting and interviews i find some people for the film and um it's not so directly that somebody tells me something and then you can can find it in, in 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 the film but it's more it's more like 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 this it was interesting for me to 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 talk to people maybe in the first interview a, a man told me yeah there is really a point of no return so and i i, I don't know the the, the 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 this moment of point of no return but it was very interesting when somebody told me okay what is happening in this moment of um of confrontation so but it's not so directly that i hear something and then maybe i i Write it down. <laughs> um, I write a script, and um, for this film, it took took me really quite a long time to write the script. And um, but the script is not l- maybe like a classical script. So some scenes are very long, and with dialects. For some scenes, I only write was maybe th- th- three sentences. Or um, and for me, the script is important that it, it, it creates some atmosphere for the team before what we are looking for. So it's, it's, it's important that it's precise in a way and the construction of the story is very stable. So I have, I have a construction I can move in. 
but for me it's also very important the moment when we when we shoot that I really can I know there's a script the, the actors never never see the script in my former film in my last film I did the mistake that for one scene the the actress who really said please 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 give me the script and I gave her one evening before this we were shooting I gave her the, 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 the script and this was quite terrible because you can really see in the film this was a scene where I gave her the dialogue and it did something with her with her with her acting so it's more that, that when we shoot it's um, I, I love this moment when everybody forget about the script it's there so and I can look into it but every night I, I write a new scene maybe for the next day or I change something but then while we are shooting it's for me also a moment of not improvising but I have also to m to to trust my memory, what what I uh, what was I writing, and I, I tell the situation, I, I tell the dialogue, and we and and, and, th and also the, the the actors have to to memory um, the dialogue, and I think this is a very int interesting process for the for the scene to reinvent the scene. <laughs> I think there was also a question about language. Maybe you want to talk a bit about just dealing with you know uh, uh, yeah, the language. Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, so I was, uh, from the beginning, I was traveling with a uh, transla translator, so, and for the sh shooting, there was already a woman, she was all, all the time translating. At some point, I started also to learn Bulgarian, but um, for the film, these kind of, it was, from the beginning, it was clear we have to invent this third language. So this language of, of, um, of interaction between the Germans and the Bulgarians, that the, the, the audience trust, okay, they are understanding each, each other. And this was very interesting to see, okay, what are international words and how can we, and we de really develop this together with, for example, Suleiman and Meinhardt. And um, um, so this, is, this was not like by, by accident, this was really something we, we thought a lot about. How can we create this language? The question is like, other specific things that, you know, how, what defines a Western for you? <coughs> Maybe this was 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 I was I said in the beginning this kind of uh, romantic theme in a way that that there's something waiting for your for you in your life or this kind of um, <coughs> waiting for a personal destiny which is kind of um, or the question how close do I want come to society. Is it more interesting to be outside or inside? the society and for me it's very interesting that the the western genre again and again in a very modern way is, is dealing with this kind of ambivalence so which i tried to say before how close do i really want to come to another person and um i think this was interesting for me this this st step out uh, as, as for, for me this uh, Western heroes, maybe they, they are looking for this kind of independence or freedom, and at the same time, maybe they are looking for to, to come to coming home for to coming home somewhere, or um, how how much do I want to take this re responsibility for for others? Or I think it's always this: am, am I in or am, uh, am, I, am I out? And this was for me maybe for me personally, a very interesting moment of the Western genre. I'm curious if you can maybe talk a bit about whether you were thinking about genre and sort of like engaging with it from a more visual or cinema 
cryptographic mm-hmm. you know point of view working with your dp yeah. bernard keller were there were there specific western specific tropes that you were engaging with yeah i always thought okay we shouldn't be so so um we shouldn't take so many western troops so maybe it was because he, he was wanted always he was t- asking me about cinema scope and i thought okay we can now talk a little bit about cinema scope because i like him so much but <laughs> in a way it was clear it will be not cinema scope and i thought okay it's for it's because the Western genre is so seduc- seductive, seductive to take all these aesthetics, and I thought it's very important we don't do this. Uh, for at some some moments, it's important maybe to create a, a space for this kind of chor- choreography. So, but um, in a way, it was important that that um, cinematography was very s- simple in a way. So, and um, we talked more about. Um, Camera lenses and and h- how is the distance to the s- to the to the actors and um, yeah, but we d- we try to be not too too um, offensive with the Western troops. For me, I I, I always thought it would be so so it was would be so interesting sometimes to to work with more music and we tried but it was it didn't work so. Uh, like it's very often th- making a film like try and error so this was very clear at some point that it's again or maybe maybe only the the m- music uh, which is in, in the scene but we we thought a lot about this but um, I, th- I think in the beginning of the film you have sometimes this little kind of music it's like a breeze so like a like a like a little hello from the village but at the end, I think the, the, mu- the music um, tells a lot, lot about the landscape and a lot about Bulgaria and, and is also kind of, in the end when he has to go back, it's in a way it's seductive, the music, but at the un- other hand, maybe it's like, like, a, um, like, a, like a border he has to take to, to go back. Interesting. I'm not so maybe uh, sh- the film has to travel a little bit more. Uh, so I, I <laughs> maybe we are, we are still in the beginning. But the film, so maybe three weeks ago, we had the premiere. It's in the village, so on on the on the square, which was very nice. So um, and um, I don't know. It was. I- it would be interesting to hear what you think because um <laughs> now it's it's the first or second screening now here in in New York. So, um, like I noticed people yeah. here where there was moments where there's jokes, at least in the subtitles, uh, the people here like laugh during certain moments, yeah, because of like language or misunderstanding. Yeah, and I'm just wondering how that would be perceived for someone reading subtitles in a different language, yeah, or if like they have their native language being spoken. I think there's something about the Bulgarian humor, which is maybe in Bulgaria you can understand a little bit more, and I think it's the same in Germany. So because when you really hear the dialect of the German group, it's sometimes very funny. So, but I think there's always some. But uh, also when you only read the subtitles, maybe you get some extra. You miss when you when we when you when you just hear um, the the voices. So I think it's so and so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, 
No, I was b when I did my research, I um, because it was very important for me to. I think the the film has this kind of realistic connection, and at the other hand, I think it's this kind of not fairy tale, but it's something I really lose contact with realism. But um, but in in especially in Bulgaria, when you have these EU projects where you have apply a lot of. Um, You do have to do a lot of papers, and when you see in, in, in Bulgaria the last ten years, all the bigger projects, if, if they are highways or bridges or these water plants, they are done by, by German, Austrian or Italian companies. And um, so this is a realistic uh, aspect of the, of the story. And I think there's not, not very often so much contact, because sometimes there was maybe five years ago or seven years ago, Somebody told me, and I, I was traveling then to look at it, because it's always about business and making money. Sometimes it's really, I think, the need of of a, of a region, and sometimes it's not a need. It's only kind of business to get this EU m money, and um, and um, yeah. So there was maybe five or seven years ago there was a, there was a fashion for water plants. So in some areas you have a lot of water plants and then it's over and then you have the, the next thing. And um, so when, y when you start to research, you have to, it has to, to deal a lot with this kind of corrupt corruption in Bulgaria. But this was not my main aspect and, and I thought I'm not the one who had to tell about corruption in, in Bulgaria because I am also coming a, as, a, as a stranger. And um, Yeah, but I think the fairy tale aspect starts that, that I think normally you have more surrounding of, of a kind of construction site like this. But for me this was very clear, okay, I decide now to, to make it like this, that I have this more closed setting for the group of the men. I think maybe in this, in th I, I choose more as in this closed setting, more si situation of the beginning of the 90s. So this is a mix maybe. <laughs> So I just want to mention that we will be opening the film next year, February, I think. Um, Which is great. And also that um, we will be showing Velasca's previous film, um, which is called Longing. And if you haven't seen it, we'll be showing it um, here in November, December. Um, we're doing a series on the history of the non-professional act non actor in cinema, and we'll be including that film. So please do check that out if you can. And um, thank you to Valeska and Suleiman for being here with us tonight. Thank, thank, you, thank you so much. The Close-Up from the Film Society of Lincoln Center is produced by Michael Odemark. Our opening music is by Steelism. You can subscribe to The Close-Up on iTunes and Stitcher. The Film Society of Lincoln Center is a nonprofit arts organization based in New York City, supported by individuals just like you. Founded in 1969 to celebrate American and international cinema, the Film Society presents year-round programming recognizing established and emerging filmmakers, supporting important new work, and enhancing awareness, accessibility, and understanding of the moving image. To learn more about what we do and support the Film Society by becoming a member, visit filmlink.org, F-I-L-M-L-A-N-C.org. The Film Society of Lincoln Center. Film lives here.